Welcome everyone to the Inspirational Businesswoman Show. This is your host, Virginia Parsons. And today we have a wonderful guest. Her name is Millen Livis, and she's going to be talking to us about financial empowerment for women. So hang on to your hats. We'll be getting started in just a moment. Virginia Parsons, your, your host for the Inspirational Businesswoman Show, and I'm excited to be here to share my wonderful guest, Millen Livis, with you because she's got a great topic today. But before we get started, I do want to say hi and acknowledge those of you who are here because it's important that you know that your time is valuable and we know your time is val valuable. So thanks for being here. Now, um, today's show is sponsored by Hangout-Marketing.com, where you can receive a complimentary live stream and video marketing um, assessment. And I'll give you the link to that if you want to take advantage of that assessment. It'll only take a couple of minutes to do so. And welcome, Millen Livis. What we're going to be talking about today is financial empowerment for women. Now, that doesn't mean this is just information for women, but you know the show's about inspirational business women. So you can also take advantage of these tips if you're a man. So don't hesitate. Um, it's going to be on the millionaire method, which we'll uh, tell you about in a moment. Now, Millen Livis is a financial empowerment mentor, and she's got an amazing story to share with you about how she started on her path to wealth and lifetime of financial freedom. She has the uh, site daretochangelife.com, so you can check out more information about her there. We have some heavy-duty topics to cover today. I think it's going to stimulate a lot of interest on your part and comments and feedback. So we're going to be talking about the three major money management mistakes even savvy entrepreneurial women make. We're also going to be touching base on Millen's financial freedom rules. And finally, yes, the millionaire method to building lasting wealth. So Millen, come on and unmute yourself and come on in and say hi to our audience. Hi, Virginia. Hi, everybody. So good to be with you here today. Thank you so much for inviting me. I appreciate that. Well, we love having you here. And in spite of, you don't, you know, the typical technical difficulties that take place, we're getting this information to you because that's what's most important. So, Millen, let's start with 
your story because it's pretty astounding and how you came from what you were doing previously to becoming the financial mentor for women. Um, I know you had an amazing background that evolved around this, and I know they'd be interested in your story. So go ahead. Thank you so much for uh, allowing me to share my story because uh, it is quite inspirational for uh, many women who may be going through challenging times. I am a first-generation immigrant in the United States, so when I arrived to the United States many years ago, I didn't even speak English. I just said that I really um, like to share my story because it's so inspirational for many women who might be going through challenging times. Uh, I was not born uh, into wealth. I didn't marry a wealthy guy. I learned how uh, to be intentional about creating the life that I want to have. When I arrived to the, to the United States um, uh, many years ago, I didn't even speak uh, the language at that time. And uh, to support my family, I had to get any job I could find, um, even though I had master's degree in physics. So my first job was minimum wage uh, job uh, being a florist assistant. And I was so grateful because it allowed me to support my family. It allowed me to save money to get my first uh, used car so I could go to uh, the interviews for my professional job. So after one year when I self-taught English, I, my first job was being a consultant for Merrill Lynch, one of the biggest brokerage companies in the United States. And from there, I uh, kind of climbed the, the la corporate ladder and became a um, corporate executive. Even though my job was very prestigious and very well paid, after a while I felt that I lost the meaning. Something was missing for me. And it, it was strange because I had beautiful house. Um, I was married at this time. I had very uh, well paid job, but something was brewing inside me. Some fears, unconscious fears that I couldn't even pinpoint why I was having them. So the long story short, uh, I felt that I had to change my life. That's why I called my website, There to Change Life. I was not happy in my marriage. I was not quite um, satisfied with my current work. And uh, I decided to leave my marriage myself and rented a small apartment uh, near New York City where I used to work. And I also decided to go to the business school and uh, get better education in business from the United States. It was very prestigious school. I went to the Wharton Business School. I got my MBA degree, I graduated, and guess what? I could not find uh, the job, that the, the kind of work that I wanted to have. I wanted to be venture capitalist, help uh, companies to turn um, their business around. But I didn't want to go back. And it was at the same time that uh, my, like I said, my marriage fell apart. I was alone. I didn't know how to um, uh, find the, the best um, purposeful job for me. So I decided to start my investment company. I got business partners. We invested together. And guess what? In a, a year, uh, in a couple of years, market tank and our investment tanks and tanked and uh, my business partners started asking if they could get their money back. So I was devastated. I was, I felt alone. I felt like a failure. Uh, I 
got into the car accident, injured my neck. You know, like in life, sometimes when things happen, they usually happen at the same time. So I was in a really, really dark place in my life at this point, to the to the extent that I didn't even know if I want to continue. I I lost my identity. I didn't have family anymore. I didn't have the prestigious job anymore. And uh, I was in pain. I didn't have uh, health insurance. So that was a turning point. I might interject for a moment, Milan, because I think let's all pause, take a breath. And I think so many of us can identify with what you were going through. I think this is uh, not an unusual phenomenon, especially when we had the market um, crash like it did about 10 years ago. And I think a lot of people lost their sense of self and their path in many ways because it it devastated so many people. And then, of course, you add an accident on top of it, which, as you say, is kind of what happens, you know, when the, when the negative energy starts moving in that direction. And I know you're going to talk about this a little bit, sort of the, the spiritual side of all of this as well, because... Um, we all get that where everything just seems to go go in the wrong direction. And how do we turn that around? So go ahead with your story because you have more. I mean, you, you talked about the 9-11 um, experience as well. But how do you turn that around? So go ahead with your story. Yeah, 9-11, that's, that's a different story. I, I If I didn't uh, uh, go to the business school, which I was not sure if I should or I should stay at my uh, well-paid job, uh, I would be there on 9-11, but I resigned just a couple of months before 9-11, and uh, that saved me. So this experience, and also when I did not have anything tangible to hold on to, I was put, life put me in a situation when I had to look inward. And at this time, I was... Um, well uh, knowledgeable in terms of investing in the stock market. I also finally learned how to invest in real estate after making a lot of mistakes. But still, something was missing for me. Something was not clicking. And uh, like I said, when I was going through some, the most challenging uh, probably time in my life, I had to pause and I had to learn how to surrender. How to surrender to what is? How to stop uh, blaming myself for for the mistakes and uh, maybe lack of achievements that I expected? Uh, how to truly connect to the highest self that we all uh, have access to? And that was my experience. And uh, very slowly, very. It didn't happen overnight, but I started to, my, my life start, started unraveling. I, I became certified yoga instructor and meditation instructor. And I realized that we are co-creating our experiences uh, in our life. We, there is a, a higher power, universe, God, whatever you want to call it. And that was my my uh, turning point, now I call it divine crisis, but it was a turning point, awakening moment for me. And this moment lasted months, um, to, be, to be exact. But it was an awakening uh, um, phase for me when I realized that there is so much more than just uh, tangible things that we want to uh, acquire in life, uh, you know, including a prestigious job and... Uh, money and uh, career, etc. right? So 
all of this is um, very, um, very much connected to how we feel about ourselves, how we feel about our life, and uh, again, belief system and value system, etc. And that's why, and I will talk about this later in my millionaire method. I added spiritual dimension, which I think is so important. So the, yeah, the, the you, really, you really ended up having to go inward to change your outward experience, didn't you? Exactly. So like that's, that's the first step that has to be taken when, when everything seems out of control or is just going in the wrong direction or you feel like you're trying to swim up steam, upstream. That is, well, I better pause, as you said, take a deep breath, stop blaming myself, go inward and shift the energy there first. It's sort of like the, the, the foundation of everything else, isn't it? And you know what, it's, it's exactly right. And you know what, sometimes we have the awareness and we initiate this, this change. In my case, I didn't have the awareness. I didn't know how to change it. So in my case, life put me... And say, thank you all for being here because Millen's got some great tips coming up for you. But at least now you see that she's had challenges like all of us do in business and in life that are usually those moments, you know, that she called it the divine crisis. I call it a defining moment in your life when you've got to just stop and reassess and shift something. Because we've heard the saying over and over again, if you keep doing the same thing over and over, you're going to get the same results. And that's the definition of insanity. So, okay, Millen, come back in and um, let us know where, where you are now. Um, you know, you then, as a result of making this shift, became financially independent in seven years, which is huge because financial independence for you is a pretty darn good lifestyle. I mean, you've got, you got houses in, in Europe and a house in Florida and uh, you, you work from globally wherever you want to, and you've got a, you've got a great life. So, uh, you know, just give us briefly, how did you do that in seven years? Yes, I'm very blessed. I uh, I do have a home in the south of France and, and south Florida. And uh, I work from, uh, I have a laptop uh, lifestyle and I work because I want to, not because I have to. And it took me a while. It didn't happen over time, but it was a combination of learning how to manage my money strategically learning how to invest strategically as well, uh, calculating my financial freedom number and setting the intention to get there and doing what I can. And like I said, co-creating with the universe. And for different people, it may be different uh, uh, period of time, but I this experience, this um, challenges and successes, allowed me to put together the system that I will share with you later on that I called now millionaire method. And yes, it took me seven years. And that's what I teach now in my, uh, in my courses, in my books. That's what I do. All right. Well, let's get started with the, with the hot topics for today. And the first one is three major money management mistakes that women tend to make. 
So how can you summarize these? We don't need the whole book, of course, because we want people to come and get your book later on. By the way, Millen is offering an incredible gift for you. Uh, you are going to be able to download her amazing book. And so stick around for that information. But she's going to give you a few highlights here. So three major money management mistakes women who are even savvy business entrepreneurs make. So first is uh, maybe something that you would not even think of. It's called, I call it the present bias. Most of us feel that we need to live in a present moment, which I agree with. And uh, it's important to uh, be present to what is happening in your life, to, to fully enjoy it. However, when it comes to money, it's important to be intentional. So when you think that I have to pay my rent, I have to pay my mortgage, I have to pay for my kids' education, you also need to think that I want to put some money aside for my future financial independence or my retirement. So you need to manage your priorities uh, well in terms of not only being focused on the present uh, responsibilities, financial responsibilities, but also have in the back of your mind, uh, be aware that you also need to plan and be intentional for your future lifestyle. When do you want to retire? When do you want to become financially independent? That's very important. So be mindful about the present bias. That was the first uh, mistake that I wanted to mention. The second one um, is, I call it availability bias. A lot of entrepreneurial women and, and professional women as well, and we're talking about women, it absolutely applies to men as well. When we have money uh, coming in and you know everything seems great and we feel that we can spend on exotic vacations, we can buy a new house, we don't plan, again, we don't plan for what we may want to have later on. So we don't what I call, we don't pay ourselves first. We invest in our businesses, we, we spend money left and right because we have them, because we have it. But uh, it's important to be aware of paying yourself first. And guess what it's, what's the name for this? Another name for paying yourself first, savings, right? So no matter what, you need to pay yourself first in the form of savings and then consider what you what your bills uh, uh, are, what you need to uh, reinvest in your business, etc. So that's uh, again, I call it availability bias, and that's very common among many, many, especially entrepreneurial women, because we we're so passionate about our businesses, we just reinvest and reinvest, and we forget to pay ourselves first. I can totally identify with that. I'm, I'm sure that there's a lot of our viewers. I'll keep checking uh, the comments over here. I'm sure there's a lot of our viewers that uh, who are entrepreneurial that do not do that. I know that that's been a big flaw for me. So thank you for that reminder. And also thank you for the reminder, the first one, that we've got to be mindful and set intentions for the future and not just keep going through the day-to-day -day, you know, motions because we always have more to do than there's time for in the day. But if you set the intentions and then have the motivation and the vision for where you're moving from um, down as the road, well rather the than just being stuck in the present, you're going to get there right. faster. And as okay, well as the third one. Yeah. And the third one, I call it easy syndrome. 
busy with our business, um, you know, it applies to a high paid professional like lawyers and, and doctors and, uh, you know, high flying entrepreneurs. Uh, we are so busy uh, and involved in our business that we don't make time to manage the money that we, we we're busy making money. We mm -hmm. don't have time to manage the money, to invest money. So what often happens, we just, and I just met with my advisor and, you know, he is also my friend and he said, Dylan, what you do is so important because sometimes people say, here, take my money. I don't know what to do with them. Just whatever you will, you want to do, just invest it. And he said, you know, it's good that I am a trustworthy person, but you know how many people are not? So people who make a lot of money and um, very involved in their business and very busy, they don't take time to manage their money, to learn what, what are the best strategic options for them to invest in. So they outsource it to people sometimes who they don't know very well. And guess what? Very often, it's not really uncommon that they lose money. I was one of these people. I was so busy working uh, in my business that the savings that I had, I managed, uh, I met investment um, advisor and I said, could you please invest my on my behalf? And guess what? I lost a lot of money. And that was another motivational um, inspiration for me to learn how to manage my money. And you know what? Even if I have financial or investment advisor now, financial planner, I can talk to them on the same level. I know my what my options are. I know what I want and I know what I don't want. So they cannot sell me something just because they get highly compensated for this. So it's very important to be informed. And again, the fact that you're busy making money doesn't mean that you should not make time to learn how to manage your money strategically. And yeah. I have to strategically. Yeah, and that's what we're going to talk about in a moment. But again, how many <laughs> pause and say, "Do you have the busy bee syndrome?" I'd like to hear from you. I've never, I've never thought of it quite that way as the busy bee. But I will tell you, I use the term wearing too many hats. You know, trying to put multiple hats on, especially when you're an entrepreneur, you really do try to do a lot of things and it sometimes get distracted from the main thing which is your passion and that which you're trying to share with the world and monetize because we have all these other things we're attempting to do at the same time. So uh, I'm just curious how many of you think you've got the busy bee syndrome and now that it's been brought to your mindfulness, are you going to be more aware of, am I just, you know, doing busy work here? Am I doing what's important? And that's getting the word out about your, your passion and monetizing it and then making sure that you've got the savings you need because you're going to pay yourself first from now on, right? And as a result, you're going to be managing your money. So that goes into our next topic. What about those financial freedom rules? Uh, what, what do you want to highlight for us? I know you can't share them all, but give us some highlights. So as I said, along my journey to wealth, I realized there are certain important points that everybody needs to be aware of. And the first one is you should not spend more than you make. And you will you will think like this is such a common sense, right? You should not spend more than you make. However, there are so many people that, you know, first they they may not be 
aware of their incoming and outcoming cash flow, or some people are addicted to spending. A lot of women, I was one of them, uh, have shopping, used shopping therapy. When I was unhappy and I was working in New York City, you know, during my lunch, I would just go and, and buy all kinds of stuff. Sometimes I would never even wear this stuff and I would just <laughs> give away. There, there can get me a high from that, can't there? That's yeah. still a shopping high until you get the bill from the credit card at the end of the month. <laughs> so, so what I'm saying is it, it's like a common sense. Why would you spend more than you mean, right? Because then you have all the stress about paying the bills and creditors and stuff like that. However, it's quite common. So my point is, if you don't want to be slave to money, if you want to stop your money slavery or financial slavery, you've got to get your cash flow under control. You've got to open the bills and see the balance on your bank account and know what is your incoming cash is and know what is your outcoming cash is, meaning you're spending uh expenses and stuff like that so it's very important to be informed and not avoid what is happening in your financial life and avoidance is very common pattern among many people yeah and i think it's sort of like putting your head in the sand syndrome if we want to add another to it because yeah it's just well especially in our highly you know endorsed credit style uh, in the world today, it's just too easy to get a credit card out. And so many places are now extending, you know, multiple pay options and buy now and, and you know, pay for it later, no financing for the next year, all that kind of stuff that makes you feel like, oh, it's too good a deal to pass up. But what you're saying is that they really have to get, you have to get a handle on this. You have to take charge of this. And the main thing I think I'm hearing from you is, Get rid of feeling financial slavery, where your life is wrapped up in worrying about money, again, rather than making money. Very important point. Exactly. Very, very good summary. I just want to point out that some people say, well, I don't make enough to save. And my point is, I think it was uh, Robert Kiyosaki who said, it's not how much you make, it's how much you keep from yeah. what you make. And, and what you do with this money. So yeah. it's very important, regardless of your current income, and maybe not that much, that's a very good time. Anytime is good time to get a handle on your finances and know how to manage them responsibly and uh, truthfully, right? So that's, right. that's my number one um, financial freedom rule. Okay. okay. So um, are, are you? do you have more there or do you want to move into the millionaire method at this point? Uh, really, let me go really, really quick over, over the other three. So the second one is you cannot borrow more than you can pay off, can, can pay back, right? Yeah. So don't owe more than you can afford. And this is a very important message, a very important lesson for all of us who in uh, before the market crisis were using our houses as a credit card, right? We're using uh, as an ATM machine. And uh, the fact that bank allows you to have the loan doesn't mean that you should take it because that was the case those in those days. You should know that you can actually pay it back, right? You should act responsibly. And remember, when, when you get a loan 
uh, to buy your house from the bank. The bank doesn't doesn't do it for you. It does it to you because bank owns the house until you repay your loan. So I be- love that. Wait, pause. <laughs> I go, these are gems. <laughs> I call these pack your bag moments. You know, really, when you hear something that really resonates, the bank doesn't do do, doesn't do it to you or doesn't do it for you it does it to you ah that's a whole different vision in my mind because they do make a whole lot off of interest don't they over the life of a home loan and it's compound interest my banks are doing so well because they uh, they have compound interest on what you're paying them right so it's uh it's a great business model so and that's we, what we're supposed to be doing instead, isn't it? Just compounding our own interest instead of the banks doing it. That's exactly right. So you know, if you do it right and you invest your money with the interest, it's compound interest. It's, it's the best uh, model you can find. That's what banks use. So I, I'm just trying to uh, feed all, all my points so we will get to the next one. The, the, yeah. third, point, the third point that I want your um, listeners and followers uh, to be aware of is it's important to have multiple streams of income. Yeah. All wealthy people have multiple streams of income. So even if you have a job or a business, think about what what other sources of income you could have. It could be real estate, uh, uh, rental real estate uh, that you could have income from. It could be maybe if you like to teach dance or yoga lessons or maybe be a free uh, freelancer um, uh, doing maybe writing or uh, development, website development, find something or organizing. The other day I spoke with a person, she said, I like to organize uh, houses. So that would be an additional source of income. So be creative and write down all the things that you like to do and see how you can monetize it, right? So again, number three rule, financial freedom rule is find a way to have multiple streams of income. And that makes so much sense because otherwise if you're dependent on one thing and then something goes wrong with that or the industry has a hiccup or, you know, there's technological issues or whatever, you're kind of stuck. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. And number four, I will just cover four today. So number four is you've got to calculate your financial freedom number because when when I say – would you like to be financially free? People say, well, I don't think it's possible because they feel a lot of a lot of people, women, think that to be financially free means to have millions and millions of dollars. The truth is that you need to calculate your lifestyle um, number or the amount that you will need to have coming in, uh, hopefully passive as a passive income, so you will cover your all your expenses and more. So you can become financially free soon if you choose to have a simple lifestyle. If you want more luxurious lifestyle, maybe you need to come up with uh, additional sources of income and be more creative. But the bottom line is financial freedom is possible because it's different for different people. And you can calculate exactly what is your financial number and then calculate the gap between where you're now and where you want to get and then work on this gap. So, and that's exactly what I do in uh, my courses, which are based on the millionaire method. I'm, I'm moving to our next topic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's exactly what I teach because I think it's a very important aspect of this. 
So would you like me to talk about millionaire method? I would. And I'm assuming that part of the millionaire method, a sort of critical part of it is calculating your financial freedom number because it's kind of your basis after you've fixed a little bit of the mindset issue going on here and the spiritual side of, of money, it's about you still still need to use tangible tools. And that goes back into what you were talking about, about being mindful about setting intentions. You can't set an intention for the future if you don't know what is realistic for you and what your needs really are going to be. So calculating that number makes sense. I'm sure it's a big part of the millionaire method. So let's get on and give them sort of the rundown on the millionaire method. So my journey to financial independence learned me, uh, allowed me to uh, learn that there are four dimensions, in my, in my opinion, that everybody needs to be aware of and incorporate along this journey to wealth and financial independence. Number one is wealth mindset. If you keep saying to yourself that I cannot do, I don't think it's possible for me. I don't think I was born uh, to be wealthy. I don't think I'm uh, smart enough to manage money. If you keep saying this, you will manifest this, right? So it's very important to be grateful for everything that you have and ask for more. So first dimension, and that's what I teach in my courses, uh, it's a wealth mindset or abundance mindset. The next dimension is savvy money management because I'm a very practical person. Yes, I had my awakening moment and I uh, am very deeply rooted in spirituality, but I'm also very practical. So the dimension number two is to be a savvy money management, to learn how to manage your money. And that's where I teach how to calculate your financial freedom number, how to calculate your financial freedom gap between where you are now and where you want to be and how to fill this gap. And that's where we, that's this and many other things uh, we cover in um, savvy money management uh, dimension coaching. The next dimension is strategic investing. Once you know your gap between now and where you want to be, how do you fill this gap? How do you grow the, the money that you save? How do you grow your wealth? You grow it through strategic investing. And that's what I teach. I teach, uh, in investing in the stock market there are different financial products i teach investing in real estate there are also alternative investments some people these days invest in cryptocurrencies some there are many other alternative investments so that's my third dimension strategic investing and the fourth dimension i'm i'm zipping through because i know that um we we have limited time left and the fourth dimension is i call it living magic or um, say that being, again. Well, it's, it must be my accent. <laughs> the name that I have for this is living magic. How you live the magical. Magic. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, it's um, ability to be, it's ability to reconnect to the source within you. It's ability to co-create with the universe. With the with the quantum field that we all have around us, and that's that that's I think it's a very important uh, also to incorporate into your uh, journey to financial independence and wealth. And all of these dimensions are part of what I teach in my uh, courses, in my uh, through my events, through my books, through my coaching uh, training and programs. So that's what I wanted to share. So I hope I. 
fit into the time that we had for this. Oh, no, right. you've been great. You've been great. And, and, and we're getting through it in spite of technical difficulties because my ability to, to expand and contract our screens now has gone away. So it's a technical glitch kind of day, guys. Hang in there with us. Um, uh, some of you I know are commenting, and because of the technical glitch in the beginning, I wasn't able to respond. But thank you for being here. I will be responding later. Put some questions in the comments section, though, because um, I think that that's always valuable. Uh, Millen and I will get back to you and respond to you. We want you to know that we, we want you to use this information and understand it and i'd like some aha moments from you as well if you would just comment down you know what was the biggest aha moment that hit you today that you need to start paying attention to or looking at a little bit differently than maybe you have um, because that may be a reason that you're feeling stuck in some areas of your business or maybe your cash flow is is not to the level you'd like it to be, or you're getting, you know, bumps and starts and stops along the road. And it might have to be to do with some of these things, um, such as, you know, not having being the busy bee in your business so that you're not paying attention to the main thing, just as an example. And that was a big, big point for me. I just have to remind myself all, all along, stop being so busy and get busy doing what matters. Um, because there are a lot of distractions out there, especially as an entrepreneur. Um, and I can certainly uh, connect with that one. So, so Millen, yeah, you're, you're mil I love this, first of all, the coin and the millionaire method. And, you know, talking about how she became financially independent after seven years, in only seven years, after losing everything, you guys, and then ending up in an accident and having a lot of physical pain. I mean, basically, she started from scratch and created um, wealth, lifelong wealth in seven years. So it's doable and that's what she wants you to know. And it's doable as a woman. <laughs> don't limit yourself and I know you guys don't. Um, yeah, so let's talk for a moment and because I can't expand or contract the screens anymore with our little glitch, I'm going to put up the link to the gift and I'm also gonna type it in the comments for people, but I want you to tell them about your book because it is, um, and see, so if you can't see this all the way, here's the link and I'll put it in the, in the chat. It is hmtips.com forward slash Millen gift, hmtips.com forward slash Millen gift. So Millen, go ahead and tell them what's very special about this gift that you've arranged just for our viewers. And I'll go ahead and type it as well. Okay. So I wrote this book. The, the name of the book is Shift Toward Abundance, Secrets to Financial Freedom. I, I, I wrote this book in 2016. And basically, that's a, a very short, very um, condensed version of what I was sharing with you today, where I talk about duality of money. Money is energy. So there is a spiritual aspect of money, and there is also a practical aspect of money. Money is, you can, I, I like to say that money is a metaphysical mirror of what is happening within you. So in this book, you will find uh, a lot of, uh, like I said, spiritual aspects of money that it's important to be aware of, as well as practical. That's why I talk about golden rules of wealth creation. That's why I talk about financial freedom rules. That's why I share with you different financial products that you can consider uh, for for your 
strategic investing uh, efforts because it's important to be diversified. I talk about diversification, and at the end, at the end of this book, I think I have like 13 uh, steps that you need to take to become financially independent. It's a very condensed book. To be frank, I wrote this book for busy women. So they can Good. have this book in their purse. They can read this book on a, on a uh, you know, being on a plane or waiting for uh, appointment, doctor appointment or whatever, waiting for their kids. So it's a, it's an easy to read and very compact and practical book, just like I am as well. <laughs> yeah, get to the, cut to the chase, get to the basics, which you've done a beautiful job of. I know you have so much more what I would call rich information for people. And I think that book's a great place to start, but you have to know that Millen has, uh, she said, programs and services and uh, other ways of working with her. So if you find the information in the book really speaks to you, then that means Millen speaks to you and you might wanna take the next step with her. So what are some of the next steps that people might be able to take with you so that they can create financial independence in seven years? So first of all, on daretochangelive.com, daretochangelive.com, there is a tab, uh, Work with Milan, and I have different programs. I have program Activate Effortless Wealth. This program is focused on training your mind to uh, build wealth. Very powerful program, had great results. My clients had great results with this. Uh, the next step uh, is Lasting Wealth Academy. This is four months. The first program is only 10 weeks, and you will not recognize yourself after this 10 weeks, I promise. <laughs> recognize yourself. I love that. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm basing this on clients that uh, this program. And then uh, the next step is Lasting Wealth Academy. This is very comprehensive training, how to build lasting wealth. It's based on this millionaire method where we cover... Uh, everything from mindset to uh, savvy money management, calculating financial freedom number, to strategic investing, how to invest in the stock market, how to invest in real estate, as well as uh, spiritual dimension, which would be just a bonus because four weeks is not enough for me to, to share everything. Yeah. And I, and I also have a live event that is coming up in September in south of France in my village. It will be taking, uh, taking place there. So the live event, uh, I think it's a great opportunity for you to learn uh, from me and hang out with me, have fun while you learn. It's called Your Power to Prosper. And it's a three-day event in the south of France and Provence. So if you're interested in that, um, I would be very happy to have you as my guest as well. Oh, wow. Who wants to go to Provence, France for a three-day intensive with Millen? All right. Well, she's got those opportunities. When is that? Isn't that coming up very soon, Millen? Yes, it's uh, September 7th, 9th. September 7th to 9th. So it gives you several months to plan for it, save your dollars for it, and uh, keep that in mind. So all of those are available on her site. And your site is, again, daretochange.com, correct? Dare to change life. Oh, oh, dare to change life.com. And of course, if you go pick up her free book, and I have posted that in the comment section, that will take you to her dare to change life as well. So 
Millen, it's just been a delight to have you here today. Uh, thank you for, for leaping through a few hoops with technical challenges. We got through it, we got the information out, and I think we delivered some really valuable insights to our viewers. I hope you all enjoyed it. I'm looking at the comments over here and it looks like people are enjoying it. And we'll get back to you with more, but just go ahead and type in the comment section, you know, what did you like the most about this? What did you learn? What main key piece of lots of information she gave really resonated with you? We'd love to hear about that as well. So thank you all for being here today. We look forward to visiting with you again on the next Inspirational Businesswoman Show. Millen, again, thank you for being our special guest and sharing so much valuable information. Everyone, have a great day, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye now. Bye.